Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's just say for this gentleman, it was not the ending he probably wanted to draw as the Philadelphia Eagles lose their starting quarterback. They lose a tough one to the Seattle Seahawks. I don't think anybody could have possibly imagined that we would see Josh McCown starting an NFL playoff game, but hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles. We welcome in the great, outstanding broadcaster of the Eagles Spanish Radio Network, the Yankee Spanish Radio Network, and my good friend, the great Ricky Ricardo. What's up, Ricky? How are you, buddy? Oh, JJ, JJ, you know, you know my schedule. I was at SAN all day, got on the airplane. So just like the last time we spoke, I'm just walking into my house here in Florida, coming back, licking my wounds from what was a a highly disappointing loss to the Seattle Seahawks. Identical scores, J.J. Let's start with that. Week 12 in November, Seattle comes into Lincoln Financial Field. One of Carson Wentz's worst days as a pro quarterback, Eagles lose. 17-9, and here we go again, deja vu. As hard as it is to go on the road, go east. And Seattle, I give them a lot of credit. They they won every game going east this year. But they beat the Eagles again with the identical score of 17-9. We can break this down 10 ways to Sunday. And Ricky, the amazing common denominator between both games. I lost money on both of them because I had the Eagles midway through the year and I took them wild card weekend. And listen, I was dead wrong with that week 12 game. They had a ton of injuries. This game, even with the Eagles being beat up, I bought into the magic carpet ride. They had won the Mm -hmm. four games in a row. I know that the NFC East is brutal, but I wanted to see what Carson Wentz was going to do in a playoff game. And Ricky, correct me if I'm wrong, and I know I don't want to disparage against Seattle and DK Metcalf and Russell Wilson. I get it. He's great. But I still have this, like, unfulfilling taste in my mouth because I wanted to see what Carson Wentz was going to do in his first playoff game. Yeah. No, we all we all do, J.J. And he got off to a little bit of a shaky start. I thought he was a little amped up early. You know, he had uh, some miscues with the ball. It didn't cost him anything, but uh, it, it, at first he wasn't crisp right out of the gate. And after the clowny hit, and I heard you, I, as soon as I got into my car, I put on the radio.com app down here in Florida and go right to you. And I heard you say the, the clowny hit was dirty. You know, it, it, was, it was uncalled for. It was very Vontez perfect of him to do that to Carson Wentz. But, you know, the kid stayed in the game for six plays after the hit. Six plays after the hit. And it was Wentz himself that told Josh McCown, because McCown told us this after the game last night, that Wentz came up to him and said, dude, you better warm up because I can't even see straight. Okay? This is the kind of guts that Carson Wentz possesses. This is a heart that this guy has. And I think I mentioned it to you. Carson Wentz's biggest thing in Philadelphia is to get the Nick Foles monkey off his back. Just like the caller you had a few minutes ago, whom I'm very familiar with, by the way, 
because I had an argument with that same caller on my WIP show late last night after the game. I was on until 2 o'clock. So that same caller, who will go nameless, you're not going to credit him, you know, called and made the same argument to me. But you had all the, the, the Nick Foles excuse makers. You had the Carson Wentz haters. They all came out from, you know, from undercover as soon as Wentz got hurt last night. The Brandon Stokely tweets were driving me absolutely crazy. The Danny Cannell opinions on Twitter, you know, they all came to light last night. What more do you want from a guy? I, I said I needed to see Wentz take the team on his shoulders and bring them back to a victory. He did that in the second half of the Giant game on Monday night, December the 9th. If the Eagles lose that game and Eli Manning had thrown those two touchdown passes, if it, you know, Manning's come back that night in Philly and he destroys their season, you know, Wentz would have never heard the end of it. But he put the team on his shoulders, got him into overtime, got the pass to Zach Ertz, they won the game. He went down to Washington, brought the team back again, and won the game. Was able to beat Dallas. Nine points the defense gives up against the Cowboys. I needed to see him beat a quality team. So he beats Dallas in a game where the Cowboys could have won the division. What more do you want from Wentz? I needed to see a playoff win. And the most disappointing part of the whole thing yesterday is that I do believe, J.J., I feel like you do. I feel very unfulfilled and empty about this because I believe if Wentz doesn't get hurt, that magic carpet ride like you just described would have continued because if that defense for the second time Holds Russell Wilson to 17 points at Lincoln Financial Field. I believe in my heart of hearts that Wentz would have got it done. I totally agree with that. And, Ricky, I think as a whole, if you're an Eagles fan, you take those last four games as a positive. You nailed it. That giant game was as run as it gets in the first half. They're getting booed out of the building. They're getting embarrassed on Monday night. And we all know the Giants have their problems. They have their issues. But coming from behind and winning that game was like a rallying cry for them. And to see Carson Wentz with basically guys off the street playing wide receiver. Remember, their wide receiver core was supposed to be Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, Nelson Aguilar. At the end of the year, Zach Gertz was not 100% right. To do it with a crazy amount of upheaval and a bunch of different cast of characters. If I'm an Eagle fan with my head coach, who I think is one of the best in the business in Doug Peterson, and went showing you that, I think you have a good feeling going into the offseason, assuming, of course, you can improve upon the roster. And you, you've got to work on the defense. You, you forgot to mention one of the receivers' names that was expected to produce this year and didn't. And that's J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, the second-round pick out of Stanford, who was taken over whom, J.J.? Oh, don't say it. If you're an Eagle fan, it'll make you sick. D.K. Metcalf, Ricky. D.K. Metcalf was sitting there for the Eagles to get, and they took Whiteside. And I think J.J. Arcega-Whiteside may have caught, what, four or five balls the whole season. Got one touchdown pass in the game in Miami, if I'm not mistaken, against the Dolphins which was another one of those, you know, up-and-down, topsy-turvy moments of the season for this Eagle team. And I told you that we spoke after that Dolphin game. When I left Hard Rock Stadium that Sunday, I was convinced that the Eagle season was over. I, I didn't believe at that moment, after blowing a 14-point lead to Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins, that the Eagles were going to win those last four games. And, and then going behind, 
at halftime against the Giants that night, but Wentz did what he had to do, and he was that close from getting the Nick Foles monkey off his back. i tell you what, J.J., when you look back at Sunday, Sunday evening's game, I'm going to give you a turning point moment for me, and you break down. I look, you you probably you know know more football than than, than some coaches out there. I, I trust your opinion that. Well, time. I think with clock management, Ricky, I know more than Sean Payton over the final two and a half minutes. Well, X's and O's. I'm, I'm going to deny that one, my friend. But the yes, first, the first drive of the second half, McCown takes the Eagles down. They have a he hits Ertz on a 32-yard pass play to the Seattle 43. Boston Scott gets him to the five-yard line. Three plays. First and goal at the five. At this, at this juncture, the game is 10-3 Seattle. First drive coming out of halftime. McCown, solid passes. Three plays, gets him down to the Seattle five. First and goal at the five. Now, Doug wants to use the tackle eligible. Sends Andre Dillard onto the field. There's confusion. Dillard gets halfway out, stops, goes halfway back towards the sideline. McCown's making all sorts of motions like, what's going on here? The referee twice, because Dillard came onto the field, reported himself as eligible, but went back to the sideline. Peterson sends him back out. The ref for a second time says number 77 is eligible. The Eagles get nailed there with a delay of game penalty that cost them five yards. Five huge yards. Instead of first and goal at the five, with momentum after those three great plays, you've got that delay of game penalty, which stopped the momentum, put them back at the 10-yard line, first and goal from the 10. They couldn't get it in. If the Eagles score a touchdown there and make the game 10-10, I'm telling you, McCown wins that game. And the McCown narrative is wild when you think about it. The guy leaves the Jets. He's doing stuff at ESPN. The Eagles need a backup quarterback. And then you hear him after the game, Ricky. He comes across as like the most sincere, genuine, likable guy that you're going to find. Like, I'm not an Eagle fan by any means. I'm watching that press conference. I want to start crying, for goodness sakes. He he broke down on his way to, to the locker room, coming off the field. He fell to a knee right before getting into the locker room and broke out in tears. Zach Ertz and a couple of the other guys had to basically console McCown and get him into the locker room and get him ready you know, for the, to meet the media and, 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 and the press conferences and everything. But he's that emotional of a guy at age 40 uh, to get in there as early as he did and, and to have, you know, Wentz actually tell him, dude, warm up because I can't go anymore. I, I thought it was a heroic effort. Look, I wish he would have, on, on the last sack on the fourth down, uh, which, by the way, another thing, I would have maybe kicked the field goal on the first fourth down attempt with about six minutes left in the game. Uh, give me some points with my backup quarterback. I don't know if I'm going forward on fourth down. Give me any points. Whatever points I could get, it was still an eight-point lead. You get down to a five-point lead, and, you know, you get a touchdown, those six points put you over the top right there. I would have kicked the field goal if I was Doug Peterson, but that's another story for another day. But, McCown, you're absolutely right. As genuine a human being as you're ever going to want to see, and we've probably seen the last of him as an NFL quarterback. But he went out and he left everything on the field. The great Ricky Ricardo, he joins us here on The Fan. All right, Ricky, how about the NFC East now? 
You got Mike McCarthy going to the Cowboys. You got Ron Rivera on his way to the Washington Redskins. The Giants are trying to find an NXT coach. For me, it's got to be Matt Rule or Bust. For a division that was as bad as any division in the NFL, now you look a whole lot of brand names going to be coaching in 2020. New energy. A lot of new energy into the division. And that's why this is going to be a tremendously important offseason for Howie Roseman. He's got a lot of decisions to make. There's a lot of free agents, especially on the defensive side and especially in the secondary. Malcolm Jenkins declared yesterday after the game, he's the Eagles' best player on defense this year, never missed a snap. Jenkins said he will not report to training camp under his current contract. He's got one year left. So Roseman's got his work cut out for him. He's got to re-sign Jenkins, who's been an anchor on that defense, although he's getting up there in age, but he's still good. He's got to make some improvements to that secondary and make sure that he can stay above the water here because you're going to have a tidal wave of energy coming in with guys like McCarthy. If it's Rule, who I think is going to get the job with the Giants, you know, he's going to bring you know some youthful, uh, vibrant energy and a new scheme to the Giants. And then Ron Rivera is one of these guys that I have the utmost respect for. I remember him from Andy Reid's staff. So the NFC East, I think, is going to be much improved next season. And the Eagles, if they're going to maintain the, the, the standard of excellence that Dirk Peterson has created here the last few years, this is going to be a huge offseason for their GM, Howie Rosen. Ricky, watching Seattle in person, not once but yeah. twice this year, do mm-hmm. they have enough on that team to get to a Super Bowl? No. I agree with you. Because uh, I think Russell Wilson is good for a game or two. Uh, And believe you me, without Russell Wilson, if it wasn't for Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson would be the MVP of the National Football League. Because he single-handedly, in my opinion, won this game and and made a star out of that young wide receiver in in, in D.K. Metcalf. But I think they come up a little short. I I think they foul out this week against a – a healthy defense on the Green Bay side with the Smiths and Aaron Rodgers having a week off. I think it's a close game, but I like Green Bay this week. Uh, Seattle still has huge holes on the defense. Jason Peters, who I think has to retire uh, on the left side of the Eagle offensive line, was a stud yesterday, and Clowney and Reed were running right by Jason Peters. But the rest of that uh, Seahawks defense really didn't, you know, really didn't knock me out, didn't impress me. Trey Flowers, a, a bunch of times could have been called for pass interference and even for uh, unnecessary roughness himself. So I think that Seattle bows out after this week. All right, Ricky, before we get you out of here, you know Andy mm-hmm. Reid very well from when he was coaching the Philadelphia Eagles. He's yes, one sir. of the best in the business. That said, weird things tend to happen to him this time of the year. He's got a special quarterback in Mahomes. The defense is peaking under the tutelage of Steve Spagnola. Is this going to be the year your buddy Andy Reid gets back to a Super Bowl? I'll tell you what, he's the biggest obstacle obstacle Andy's ever had is out, and that's Belichick and Brady. And this is going to probably come down to Kansas City and Baltimore. That's the way I look at it, with a couple of, uh, of uh, you know, uh, Andy Reid and Disciple again, a couple of guys that know each other very, very, very well in Harbaugh. It, this could be the year. I, to see an AFC championship game between Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, that'll be a huge treat. I'm cheering for Big Red. I like both guys. I like Harbaugh. I like Andy. Harbaugh's got a Super Bowl. 
I think I'd be 51-49. Just a little bit more I'm going to pull for Big Red to get his Super Bowl this year. If he doesn't do it this year, you know, I know Mahomes is young and, and, and this team has a, a good base and talent moving forward. But with the Patriots out of the picture this year, I think Reed could sneak in, get it, finally get his Lombardi trophy. The great Ricky Ricardo chiming in live. Who's better than Ricky? And before you know it, my friend, it'll mm-hmm. be opening day down in Baltimore. And I've already decided, Ricky, I mm-hmm. will be there for the debut of one Garrett Cole. So we may well, have to take this show on the road to kick off late March, my friend. Good seats available at Oriole Park in Kansas. I sure hope so. I love that ballpark, Ricky. (laughs) And the beers are on ice. That's all that matters to me, baby. It's a great place. And by the way, JJ, take this with you for the rest of the night. The the, uh, clowny hit, okay? Sean Smith, this referee yesterday and his crew, they call more roughing the passer penalties and more unnecessary roughness against quarterback penalties than any other officiating crew in the NFL this season. And I, ironically, they don't call the one that knocks Carson Wentz out of the game. And he How misses that? that one. Ricky, yeah. you are the best. On fire as always. We will chat soon, all right? You got it, my friend. The great Ricky Ricardo. Surprise. Chiming in at 2.40 in the morning. Ricky will get some Florida sun, and before you know it, it'll be baseball season. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.